Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? We're going to episode 209 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees, bringing this podcast right here on this feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT cast on Instagram and Twitter as well as uh, patreon.com forward slash pwtcast uh this week over on the patreon if you're at uh if you're if you're one if you're just one of the five dollar tiers then you'll be getting a movie review this friday with myself and joshua davis talking about die hard we asked the age-old question and uh maybe it gets answered maybe it doesn't but is die hard considered a christmas movie what do you what do you think drew uh <clears throat> it takes place at christmas yeah but i'm not watching it to get in the spirit so that's well, the way i feel about it well you'll hear how <laughs> joshua and i feel about it uh this friday <laughs> and uh for any of the ten dollar and up uh tier members myself and friend of the show jesse kohlenberg we are talking the mandela effect uh you know you'll either hear us talk about the berenstein bears or the berenstein bears you know, maybe we'll review uh, Shazam starring uh, old Sinbad. <laughs> or maybe we won't. I don't know. You're going to have to tune in and listen. Is that what it was called? Shazam? Kazam? No, Kazam was with. Sh- I, you know, we get into this. Oh, Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess so then. Um, yeah. Or maybe you guys never recorded it at all. I would hate to record a whole fucking podcast. As a matter, like a whole like hour and a half podcast, and then yeah, yeah, your memory card says LMFAO with a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> uh, but yeah, listen, we were like, hey, I, I, you know, times are tough right now. I don't, I don't got the Patreon money to spare. No worries, because if you want to listen to some more of me and Drew, well, this Wednesday, right here on this very feed, I will be the uh, newest episode of our music podcast. Um, episode 16, we'll be talking Lil Wayne, Nas, Method Man, Wilco, Hall & Oates, The Doors, and a lot more other music. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's become my favorite podcast. One of my favorite podcasts that we do, um, so much so that I'm like... <laughs> I, I just went ahead and preemptively started booking, or not booking, but making playlists for the next month's worth of shows as mm-hmm. uh, because of work and, and, and the holidays and stuff like that. Just to avoid any sort of time constraints, we pretty much recorded all of them uh, ahead of time. And now that we haven't been able to record them, I'm just I'm just itching. I'm itching to get back in there. And I, I discovered so much more new music. I'm like curating ones for because we have guests coming. Like we're we're gonna bring in more guests for the new year. Um, like there's songs. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna set this aside for this person. 
Yeah, for so. both of we got both handsome boy Steves coming on. That's right. Which, if you follow Steve Grows Weed, uh, well, he has yeah. he has like two accounts, but on one of them, it's a picture of him <clears throat> and Kevin Smith. And every time I see it, it's I'm like, oh my god, Kevin Smith looked at my stuff. But even better than <laughs> Kevin Smith looking at my stuff, it's Steve Grows Weed. Um, yeah. So yeah, and Steve Grows Weed. I, um, can I get one of those advent calendars in America? That's all I need to know. One of his weed advent calendars. So yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a, you know, I don't partake in that. So I would prefer one yeah. of the more traditional ones. Maybe one of those little. Well, uh, it's not. It's not for me, of course. It's for a friend. <laughs> Rodrigo. <laughs> no, he would get fired too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, see, I, uh, you know, I, I know there's plenty of your friends who listen to to this podcast, specifically Rodrigo. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, with you being the godfather of his son, so it made sense that. You know, possibly it was he that was listening to this one. Um, But yeah, that's all what's to come. And uh, so I did talk about it. So (laughs) I'm I'm going to be confused as to uh, what I have and have not talked. So normally, normally, Drew, my issue is um, we record so many podcasts that I often don't know what I have and have not talked about. Mandela Effect. Um, But... Because this is the second time we're recording this, uh, mm-hmm. it is about seven hours that have passed since we last recorded our first episode, yeah. which was great. It was a really fun episode. Again, it went on <laughs> normally a little longer than we than we typically do. Yeah. Uh, and as you know, we we're doing our, our, our post show ramble. I'm looking at my fucking recorder, and that little uh, uh, hourglass just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning mm-hmm. then it stops and what it says is that uh no time has passed and i go huh that's weird we just clocked in an hour and a half on this fucking memory card <laughs> yeah well drew it did not save so uh i'm going to try and you know make but now i'm confused where i'm like wait did i already talk about that last week or did i talk about that you know sort of this week like earlier today earlier today yeah it's very much just one of those where i'm like well i don't know what i have and have not talked about so we'll see we'll play by year um Mm. but um yeah man it's uh dude i so i you know it, of course, we're we're a few weeks away from Christmas and stuff like that, and yeah. I'm fucking, I'm so dumb. So yes, yesterday, you know, I, I had mentioned to you, I I went out and bought some stuff. Like I am so scared of having to purchase things online, specifically because yeah. like it's just always such a hassle. Like you know, of, of course, last year, I, last year I got fucked with. Uh, I bought my mom some some Doc Martens, and which she has the audacity to ask for another set of boots this winter um, or for this Christmas. I'm like, mom, not only like <laughs> the, the trouble that you went through, because I remember she was like, she was super nervous to ask me for those specific boots. Cause I had bought them once before for my ex-girlfriend. And she just oh, like, okay. <clears throat> she, yeah, she didn't like want to bring her up. And I was like, mom, like, mom, you're fine. What the fuck? Like, I, you know, it's not gonna be like, mm-hmm. no, I only bought those for one woman. I love, not you. Maybe you'll you'll stop being my mom if I buy them for you. Like, no, I was just like, yeah, I don't care. If anything, it makes it easier because I already know, you know, I already know <laughs> exactly where to buy to them. Get. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what to get. Um, 
but yeah, I went to uh, I went to Macy's to get her some stuff, and uh, you know I I'd, I'd mentioned to you, it makes perfect sense how these fucking uh, girls at, at, at the beauty register make so many sales because one, mm-hmm. listen, I immediately fell in love with this woman. I think her name was like yeah. Oh, what the fuck was her name? It was like Marissa or something. And I was like, ah, it's too close to too many M's, <laughs> you know? Uh, but no, she was like, uh, you know, like, and then I came in specifically. I was like, I need this. I showed her a picture of it. And she was like, oh, awesome. Boom, right here. You know, and she's like ringing me up for it. And again, I, it's, I can see clearly it, it was like me and like maybe like three other guys. And then clearly mm-hmm. we're all in the same fucking boat showing phones like, hey, do you know where this is? And so it's me and another gentleman being checked out at the same time, you know, and her, of course, like, oh, do you want to sign up? Like, no, I don't want to sign up for the Macy's credit card. I don't want to sign up for rewards. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to up fucking, you know, even it out to donate to whatever bullshit charity you guys already donated to that you're just trying yeah. to recoup your losses for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, like, it's just one of those, like, no, 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 thank you. You know, and, you know, whatever that was that probably cost me a date with her, but it's okay. As I'm, I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to date until at least, yeah. uh, uh, WrestleMania night one <laughs> in which punk yeah. is probably going to main event either against Seth Rollins or, or Stone Cold as, as canonically, as we all know, it's if whenever I, whenever I, whenever I date a woman, it's usually bad for CM Punk's career. So I just gotta, yeah. you know. Until he until that contract runs out, or his main event main events of WrestleMania, then we're fine. Yeah, at least give at least give him the mania, you know. Yeah. So Phil, yeah. you got till fucking what April? Yeah. Yeah. What April? Uh, but so we're at the register, and and the woman, you know, of course she's trying to tell me. I'm like, no. The guy directly next to me, again, this guy clear, does not give a fuck. Like, ladies, like, oh yeah, and she was as beautiful as my Marissa, whatever the fuck was. This other lady, <laughs> God bless, just. God bless her. Uh, yeah, she's like, oh, would you like this? Yeah, and he like she rung him off for like an additional like hundred dollars worth of shit with him just like, yeah, 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 sure, that's fine. Like, dude, like whoever you're buying this for, like clearly doesn't want any of this shit. It's just the stuff at the register they're trying to upsell, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, oh man, like they hook, line, and sinker. And mind you, I was that's the, that's the, that's the same dude who goes to Hooters and then like like is like, man, I think this waitress really likes me. Oh, 100%. Every every stripper's <laughs> always loved him. Every bartender's yeah. always wanted to hook up with him. Like, uh, yeah. you know, and hey, to each their own, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm, if the guy had a little bit more uh, riz, as the kids say, he might have pulled it off. <laughs> this yeah. guy, no. The, the only thing this guy had was probably a credit card with a very high limit and you know a very wild imagination when this beautiful voluptuous woman was upselling him on <laughs> again whatever bullshit they're trying to trying to upsell at the mm-hmm. registers um but yeah dude and again i was there for for just may i did maybe like 20 minutes like i've decided like, I, I still i have a good amount of christmas stuff left to to buy and i decided yeah. i'm just gonna take off like a monday or a tuesday and just go and get it all done like Again, and this is from someone who's worked retail before. It's just the fucking worst because, mm-hmm. like, oftentimes, like I, I'm someone where I, I very much I like to uh, make a list. I'll make a fucking handwritten list as well as a one on my phone just to double, you know, just to 
double check in case I forget the handwritten list. But oftentimes it's one of those where it's like, okay, Drew's getting a scuba suit, uh, new tire, just one new tire, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, a rake and a box of lemons. And then, you know, I'll be at the store or something and I'm just like, holy shit, here's fucking, you know, like, oh, here's a a pumpkin scented deodorant. Drew would also love this. And so I'll just get stuff, you know, very much like I'll have my, my, my core list of what I'm going to get. But again, like if I'm out and it's like, I see this, this lady, this lady just upselled me on this extra thing that Drew would love. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, no, like I'll, I'll definitely do that as well as there's a lot of places around here that like I want to locally shop for. Like, uh, you know, our, our friend Vinny over at, uh, the, 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 the horror, the horror, horror house, um, they've got a lot of fucking cool shit there. And I'm just like, I know plenty of people that would enjoy, you know, some like the random spooky shit that they've got there. So like, that's a place that I'm going to hit up as well as, um, (laughs) you know, you'll hear about my coffee story a little later, but, uh, you know, yesterday I I went and got myself a nice cup of coffee, uh, courtesy of, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Uh, Steve Feast. And, um, there's this cool little, uh, store next to it. It's called like brick a brack records, which, course you can get records but they've also got just a bunch of cool little knickknacks and stuff like that and um i didn't i didn't have time yesterday to to pop in and look but it's one of those things where it's like i you know again i I know the main things that i'm going to get some people but i'm also very just excited sometimes of just like well you know we still got time for christmas i love wrapping gifts i don't know i i think we've discussed this before like i will i like i always say like oh like I love wrapping gifts. So specifically with this office, um, like when you step in there, there's a closet and uh, like you could see wrapping paper poking out of it. So like the last few times I brought like, you know, women over, it's always just like, Oh wow. Like it's a lot of wrapping paper. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, I like, I wrap everything. I don't throw shit in a bag. Um, I wrap a lot of stuff on top of, you know, it's like, like my mom, yeah, so so one other thing, and it's okay. It's, she doesn't listen to this podcast, so I don't have to worry about <laughs> spoiling for her. Um, although she always heart reacts it on Facebook, you know. So God bless mom. My mom and my aunt are t- my mom, my aunt, and drugs Laney are the three people I can always fucking count on. That's why I love them the most. In my will, yeah. you know, everything's going to drugs Laney, my mom, and my aunt. Um, <laughs> But like yeah, like she it was like one of her gifts was it was like some like face serum, nighttime serum. I don't know. The woman listen, the woman has great skin for for her age. Um which hopefully at her age I also have great skin. Um but it was like a tiny little box. So of course me being the monster that I am, like unwrapping it pretty heavily. And to throw her off the scent, I have these like um it was like one of the machines we got uh, it came with these little bags. They're they're not like sandbags, but they have like the you know like when you buy a shoe and it comes with those little like uh, oh the desiccant yeah and you're not yeah. supposed to eat it but I eat it anyway like it came with yeah. some of those so I'm putting that in no, you gotta eat it you gotta eat it what I'm yeah. just gonna fucking listen to a sign get the fuck out of here but I put it in there so it adds some fucking weight to it so that she doesn't pick up this tiny box and like there's clearly nothing in there. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm fucking. I'm tricking her as well. Like, it's one of those. I took a year or two off because no one fucking like bought it anymore. Again, I'm a very big uh-huh. trickster, very much like the Grinch. You know. Yeah. Well, 
No, he just he you're, just you're like the Loki of Christmas. Oh yeah, very much, very yeah. much. Uh, Krampus, no, Krampus punishes people. Um, kind of like a Loki, yeah. Like I, I'm a I'm a trickster, but I would do it so often that the, like mm-hmm. they just stopped. Like I remember like oh, fuck, <clears throat> like this was three years ago. So okay, so it's been about three years. Like three years ago, uh, like when my sister was still with with her ex boyfriend, I remember like I got him something, and he just he literally opened one box, saw there was another one, and just punched through the other two boxes to pull out like the actual present. And I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck you, dude!" It took me so long to wrap all of that. Like, how dare you? How dare you figure out this fucking trick that I've been pulling on you guys for? God, you know, for the entire time yeah. that you've known me. Um, yeah. But so because I've taken some time off, hopefully they don't catch on. And that's why I'm saying like I'm smartening up, like I'm, I'm putting some weight in the boxes as well. Um, on top of my uh, my sister's new boyfriend and his son, they're coming. And I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> so when we when we had our little uh, thing for work last year, uh, one of the ladies actually because we had a white elephant thing. And, you know, the key is to again, it's you don't want them to know what it is by like when they grab it so what she did was she she had the box which was just like a normal like like probably like a sweater box right so it's probably that size um and then she put four uh solo cups so it looked like it was some sort of table oh shit yeah so like she changed the whole fucking like what it looked like too which was really cool well, guess 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 whose sister is getting a fucking table box now? Because I got her yeah. a sweater, so I'm I'm oh my god, I am, and I and I have some solo cups too. So that is literally also like think about this too. Like uh, if if you have if for some reason I don't know if you you would or not, but if you have you know the the capability of like po- like the poster tubes, you know. A lot of things fit in those things too that they're unexpected. Oh my god! I yeah. I need to fucking stop now because I'm my mind <laughs> my mind is literally racing. Well, like you know, one thing I really want to do though what? is I really want to I want <laughs> I think it would be a great joke to to wrap something and like maybe by using like the empty tubes, like making it look like a bike. <laughs> <laughs> and it just being something so small in there. Like, I think that would be amazing. I saw this thing on TikTok where a guy wrapped up a bunch of stuff and made it look like it was a giant penguin. Okay. Like, it looked like there was a stuffed penguin, but like it could like uh, it wasn't. It was like, yeah, like a t-shirt or something. And yeah. oh man, I'm, I'm thinking now, cause I like, I don't know what to get my sister's boyfriend and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like I have this voucher for like free co- like uh, back in March uh, in in trying to impress a a, a woman I I uh-huh. was like um, Sephora had it was like a, a cologne tester set so it came yeah. with eight different like tester colognes and then it came with like a voucher to to purchase just a brand new one um, yeah I don't like to be overly cologne so usually just one I spray my wrist my neck and that's it 
And like yeah. I've used them and there's still a <clears throat> decent amount left for all eight of them. On top of it's yeah. not like I go out that much anyway and use again, like I used yeah. it frequently the whole three months we were dating. I, I I use them all frequently. And now like they're only about like halfway through. So I'm like, they're pretty good. On top of I, like I don't really recognize which scent is which, you know? Like I remember yeah. fucking like I remember I was like, which which scent do you like? And I'll just fucking use the voucher on that. And I was always like, oh, yeah, it's okay. We have time. We have time to fucking look at it. And yeah. na- so now I'm just like, well, I was like, maybe I'll, I'll use that to get him, like, you know, some, some like, nice clone or something. Um, and, yeah, now I'm just thinking of all the devious fucking ways that I can make him, like, force him. Like, I, <laughs> I'll i never forget. Again, I'm I'm so – it's because my family always falls for this. Uh, uh-huh. Shit, this would have been – I don't know, three, four years ago, I celebrated a, a, a Christmas in Indiana once. And uh-huh. uh, what do you call it? Uh, there was someone's mom, uh, and I got her a set of earrings. You know, it was like some nice earrings. And she had to have opened up, I mean, I'm not even being hyperbolic, 10 boxes. But uh-huh. the thing was, is her children, they didn't wrap anything. They threw everything in bags. Like, they did not wrap anything. So uh-huh. I wrapped everything. And, and I'm very good at wrapping things. So I remember it was yeah. the first big box. And she was like, oh, my God, scrump. Like, this is so nice. And she looked at the tag. And she was like, oh, this is so beautiful. You have such beautiful handwriting. Grab scissors. Cuts the fucking thing out. And then fucking opens up the box. And then fucking, oh, my God, it's another box. Everyone ha, 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 laughs does it again for like another 10 for another nine boxes just over and over and again this is my first time spending like fucking christmas with first and last time spending christmas with these people uh i've only known them god i don't know maybe like three months and it's one of those where again like it's funny to me it's funny to my girlfriend and i look at the rest of the family and they're all just fucking like what the fuck and all i can think of is oh my god you guys are all about to fucking do the exact same not 10 boxes worth but like yeah. you know and i'm just like and literally every she just keeps doing it over and over she's cutting out the fucking name tags i don't know why but like i just remember she finally gets to the earrings and she was happy with them she loved them but like just the look on everyone else's face of like that was so many boxes so much wrapping paper like how do you yeah. have the time and it's like i'm a sociopath that's how I have the fucking time. Um, I don't. I don't know if you know this, but I don't exactly sleep at night. Yeah, you know, I'm like, listen, you know, fucking Doctor Manhattan. Time doesn't work the same for me. Yada yada yeah. yada. Um, I don't even know what the fuck we're. T- oh, Christmas presents. Yeah, I don't know. So, yes, I will. <laughs> suffice to say, he's probably. You know, he's he's probably. I just. I still need to physically again. I just need to take a day off and 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 go because. Mm-hmm. the stuff that i have bought that that i need to buy online like i i bought that stuff but again so much shit i can just physically go and again even the stuff that i order online i'm just like fuck there's no way it's gonna come it's just it's not <clears throat> yeah yeah um fuck what the fuck is i saying uh no, sorry, I had a little bit of a brain fart there. Uh, one gift, though, that like I think we're all going to get possibly soon, unless he fucking is a stinker and chooses to resign, though, um, is wrestling might get a little bit interesting again. No, CM yeah. Punk's not joining another company. Don't worry. Um, 
But uh, one Kazuchika Okada, the fucking, as uh, Wes tweeted out, he was just like, uh, Roxy's description of Okada was, Scrump knows him. Yeah, which is true. He he fell asleep in my car listening to the Coco soundtrack. You know, um, which the other day, me and Cousin Jeremy were driving to the movies. Like, we brought up Okada. We were having this conversation. And I was just like, he's like, can you believe that he's been in this car before? I was like, yeah, right in that very seat that you are. You know, right there in that very same seat. Um, and in January, they'll both be in the same arena. Yeah, they'll be in the same arena. Yeah, because Jeremy, if you so next week on the Patreon, myself and cousin Jeremy will be reviewing uh, Elf, 2003's Elf. And uh, one of the things that we talk about on there is how he's going to, he's going to the Philippines for one of his friend's weddings. All his friends have like destination fucking weddings. Um, I've, I've gone to... Uh, I've gone to three weddings, um, one one downtown Chicago, uh, one fucking Bumblefuck, Indiana, and the other one in Michigan. So a lot of Midwest <laughs> weddings, you know. Frank's, of course, yeah. being the nicest because it's Frank, you know. Also, uh, the best part of that wedding, which the other two weddings didn't have, was uh, at one point in the night, they brought out little quesadillas and little uh, Italian beefs. Ooh. yeah it's like after you know and the dinner was really nice but uh yeah like after you know everyone's out there we're all dancing and stuff like that and at a certain point frank's like oh the quesadillas and italian beefs are here and we're like what huh and yeah man it was just trays of both and you know a lot of people are inebriated and Ooh. yeah some of us just say, that's the best like halfway through like like they, they always you know you serve it early but then it's like sometimes you're like when you are like you know partying and stuff you're like man i could really get, you know where'd that food go <laughs> oh yeah no that that was that was that um but yeah he's gonna be in he's gonna be in japan for for wrestle kingdom and you know because he really wants to watch um i don't know i keep fucking i like brian danielson for whatever reason yeah. i keep going to daniel bryan and uh mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to get fined you know i don't want to get fined by him for, <laughs> for accidentally mis misnaming him um but Daniel Bryan Danielson is going to be facing Okada, uh, and you know he, he wanted to go watch it. Obviously, he didn't go to. He's not as dedicated as me, who drove the eight hours to go <laughs> see Okada. Um, but yeah, he's going to go see them and stuff like that. And it came out earlier in the week via uh, Justin Barrasso over at Sports Illustrated that Okada's contract is coming up, and uh, not only that, but I guess he's seriously considering leaving um, uh, New Japan Wrestling. Japan. Which would be a you know it would be a blow to New Japan as like, you know Tanahashi he's sort of on his last legs. Um, Naito, I mean, you know it's like his his knees and his eyes, not the best. He kind of <laughs> need both to to to, to wrestle. Um, they just lost Will Osprey, who who he he himself has said he'll still do stuff with New Japan, but still it's it's not the same as when he's your full time guy. Um, right. And yeah, apparently Okada is seriously considering leaving. Um, you know, what, what, what are some of your thoughts on that? Well, I know. I mean, when I first said it, my immediate thought was AEW, um, <clears throat> like AEW bound. Um, then again, it's like you know he's he's done it right. Like well, me, I, I've worked for the, this this Tony guy a couple times. You know who I haven't worked for. 
Yeah, I mean the it, game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those interesting things where um Okat, you know, he he has a family, you know, mm-hmm. and family is always the one thing at least that that you hear from these wrestlers, you know, it's like not wanting to to up relocate everyone. Yeah. It's probably a lot easier if you're someone like an Okada cuz you know like Odds are you'll be fine, but again, like you look at look at someone like a Shinsuke Nakamura. You like mm-hmm. I, I was like for sure. Oh my god, they're being handed on a silver platter, fucking main event guy who will be fucking main eventing for years to come. And they sort of did nothing with him, and and he has been a little bit rehab, you know. But it, yeah. I don't know. Just to me, it's it sort of, and oh, but on top of that, like listen, in that household, a lot of people just seemingly don't know or, or seem to forget you know is he's he's not the primary breadwinner you know he is not the celebrity in that relationship you know he, he is mm-hmm. a celebrity but his wife is a famous newscaster and they have a son you know so it's just like okay well this you know is she guaranteed is, is she going to be guaranteed a fucking you know this position here probably not you know again I don't I, I I don't know if she's bilingual. I don't know. I just I to me AEW sort of make the most sense because you've heard from you know you've heard of Pac and, and Will Osprey who both, you know, have have the the luxury of you don't have to relocate. You don't have to uproot your family and move to fucking yeah. Jacksonville so that, you know, everything is based out of here. It's no, you're fine. You can stay out there. You know, like it's will that always be the case? I don't fucking know. But at least right now, for you know, for those two individuals specifically, like no, they're staying in the UK and you know they're coming to America, doing their dates, like stuff that they're already doing anyway. And with an Okada too, like clearly he's going to command a salary. And we are now in a place where like WWE is not the only game in town. Like mm-hmm. they paid CM Punk a lot. You know, and apparently they they got outbid by AEW. And again, it's like one, it's always about the money. Like, don't don't for a second fucking <laughs> like you like go back to go back to two thousand and two thousand and eleven. You know, CM Punk drops a pipe bomb and stuff like that. You know, it, everything he said was true. You know, all those gripes were real. You know what he wanted to do, and they re-signed him to a massive contract. Under the guise yeah. of like, yeah, you're gonna do A, B, and C, and then you know what they immediately do with him? They have him drop the title to Alberto Del Rio, and they put him in a feud with Kevin Nash. But guess what? He was making, you know, he had already signed the fucking massive fucking contract, so he was making yeah. a fuck ton of money. And I guarantee you, you know, it, like it, it's one of those. Like, yes, every now and then you get a, someone like a Moxie who's just like, I'm okay. Like, I there's a lot of WWE money, like. I'm like, I'm good. Like, sure, but that's not everyone. You can't fucking sit there. Look at some of these like WWE mid carters, Adolph Ziggler, who survived for fucking twenty years, and never got never got a fair shake. You know, to his credit, he never mm-hmm. got a fair shake. It was always stop and you know stop and stop with him, or start and stop with him. You don't think this guy fucking cleared a fucking decent salary for 20 years if you're 20 years at any job odds are like on seniority alone you're gonna command one of the higher salaries you know 
Now, if you're in Okada, again, very much like you are with Osprey, like WWE has money. AEW has a lot more. They have Shotcon. You know, it's like Vince McMahon and and and, and Dana White. And, and and you know, even for those, because I think a lot of people will be like, well, you know, he's fought everybody in AEW. Like he really hasn't. Um, he's because you got to remember too. Like now we have like things like the you know we could have Penta and Okada since the <sighs> triple A thing would be off off limits, right? Like. Like now that you don't have to only get the CMLL with New Japan, mm-hmm. like you know that whole that whole rule would be out the window. So, yeah, I mean, dude, that match right there would just be that would definitely be a take my money match. Well, what would be your dream match? Honestly, that like just because I have not seen that, like just saying that out loud, like yeah, that would be fucking amazing match, dude. Because he's. I, the other dream ones, like he's kind of already wrestled, I guess. You know what? I like. I don't think we we've never seen Jay White versus Okada. That would be fun. Um, oh no, my chair just fell. Oh, even lower. Um, <laughs> no, I really think. O- yeah, you're sinking. It's weird. <laughs> I really think Okada versus Swerve would be fucking fun. You know, especially Ooh, yeah. especially too because like Swerve right now is just. Yeah, he's 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 in his fucking just in a whole different zone. Conversely, too, yeah. Hangman versus Okada. I'm sure it's happened in some sort of G1 or some sort of multi. Mm-hmm. But like again, Okada is or they're both they're both different performers. They both aged probably since the last what four yeah. or five years that they wrestle. Like, um, oh, fuck man, it would just Eddie Kingston versus Okada would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, Danhausen versus Okada, of course. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that would, you know, oh man, I'm mad. Black versus Okada. Yeah, like I know, Bro- I know Brody's wrestled Okada. I, again, I think it was in the, in the in the G1, but man, like a Malachi versus a fucking Okada would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, and even honestly, even if he goes to WWE, that would be pretty cool. Okada versus Walter, yeah. Okada versus Sheamus. I was in there with the big beefy boys. Uh, yeah. You know, you can do a rematch with AJ, like those two haven't wrestled. You can do a rematch with Nakamura, uh, mm-hmm. CM Punk. Like it's just Seth Rollins. Like it, I think Finn has he wrestled Finn before? Has the, have those two uh, guys ever interacted? Oh no, yeah, yeah, they would have. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Well, but yeah, but Finn was Finn was strictly like junior. light heavyweight though, yeah. so, or junior, yeah, yeah. So I, again, I'm I'm sure they have in there at some point. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I I don't. I can't recall them, but yeah. So I, I honestly, I think selfishly, very selfishly, of course, I hope it's AEW. Um, but I think WWE would also be cool. Do I? Do I have the confidence of of, of them handling him correctly? No, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I mean, again, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I you know, and I think it, it was a thing because. Like you said, that Nakamura is kind of getting that. I I think a lot of it was was old fucking Vince, right? Like, oh, he doesn't sound American. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but now like the whole thing with Nakamura, from what I understand, listening to John and Way, like this whole subtitle thing has like really like revitalized. Like, yeah, why don't we just use subtitles? Every other thing does this. Like, it's not a big deal that people 
don't speak perfect English. Like, don't don't force a square peg into a round hole. Um, and I, I mean, you, you're already seeing it with you know the fucking um, damage control right now, where you know the Oscar and EO and fucking Kyrie, like they're all, you know, like they they handle them so well. So I I don't I don't necessarily think it could be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, like it's what a wild concept. This person doesn't yeah. speak English. What what tools could we possibly use to help an audience <laughs> understand, you know, what they're saying? Oh, fuck subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, it, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm excited to see wherever he goes, you know. Um, especially again, just we're we're in a time where there's this weird timeline right now where just you know, anything can happen. Like you had uh, last night at uh, NXT Deadline, CM Punk show up. You know, CM Punk and, and Shawn Michaels had a a fun little promo back and forth. You know, opening up the show, using it to to hype up the the rest of the night, um, which was a cool thing to see because, um, you know, specifically with CM Punk, you associate so much of him with Bret Hart. So of course he came on the Bret Hart, you know, a hoodie and yeah. and Sean comments on it and stuff like that. But um yeah, you know, and that like the thing with Punk too is I I don't think he ever really interacted much with Sean. Like it's you know, I know they were they teamed together that one time at Survivor Series, but I don't even really remember them ever having wrestled each other. Um I'm yeah. sure maybe someone will be like, "Oh yeah, I know it's when he was in the Nexus and they wrestled some, you know, some sort of random tag match on an ep- like on the main event of Raw, uh, but uh, there was an interview with Dave Lagana a while back where he talked about how you know everyone in production was bearing him, like because that's the thing, like you know, like all the things he said were true. It's like he was being held down. They did not like him, you know. Yeah. I don't know if you know, he's a little bit of outspoken guy. You know, he tends to speak <laughs> yeah. his mind, which in the yes, sir, no, sir, fucking system of the WWE is kind of can be a, uh-uh, we don't <laughs> like that, Drew. Don't, don't talk back. Um, but there was like some production meeting. Everyone was just bearing the guy. And I guess Sean was the one who was just like, well, like, what can he do then? Like, if you guys don't like A, B, and C, what can he do then? Like, why are we fucking yeah. bearing the guy instead of like, you know, helping him? Um, yeah. And you know, like, so it, w- it was kind of just fun because I, I, again, I can't recall much ever interaction from those two dudes. Um, but I am, again, and I am getting so tired, so fucking tired of this CM Punk promo discourse in as much as people, people want to see him come out and call him, have him call Hangman an empty headed fuck again. He, they, they want him to shoot on the Bucks, to shoot on Kenny, to shoot on Tony. And it's just yeah. like, that's not going to happen. You know, it's like no one, everyone's under the assumption there's some sort of NDA. There probably is. I don't know. We don't fucking yeah. know. But it's like, you know, there was a there's a promo that he did on SmackDown where, uh, you know, he it was he was like talking about Kevin Owens. He's like, man, he's like, can you believe it? Like that guy punched one of his coworkers backstage. Like, come on, what are you doing? Like poked fun yeah. at it. And like the online people got it. In you know, in the fucking audience, it just it it didn't go over as, as well as it did, and that's because it's the, the age old thing of wrestling. Twitter is not real. 
Wrestling Twitter yeah. does not exist. It's not fucking, you know, the, the people you see online, Roman Reigns fan 420 and AEW for life, you know, 96. Those, those aren't real people. These people aren't fucking going to the shows. They're not paying, you know, it's like half the time these people are just arguing online for the sake of arguing, you know, as evident as that. On top of, there's a lot of people that have just been indoctrinated into WWE. WWE is the only wrestling that they know. WWE is the only wrestling that they watch. When you have someone like an AJ Styles or Samoa Joe come in, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's like, oh yeah, you know what? Like I've I've heard the name, I'm 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 familiar with the name, or you know, even even just the TV products is people only think people know. Like not everybody's fucking searching through dirt sheets and everything else. So like, yeah. really, I mean, I mean, I guess it kind of was explained on when Tony came out and said they fired him. But like, there's not really like, <clears throat> you know, it, like people just don't know. Like, like oh, he's over here now. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know how contracts work. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but like you look at it, how you know, there's there's people that fuck, dude, like. Uh, like with Meltzer and his ratings. Yeah. If Dave Meltzer says that fucking Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Bryan was a four and a half star match, and your response is, you're telling me this was better than every Shawn Michaels Undertaker match? Yes. <laughs> it was. According yeah. to him, that is that is that is what he thought. And and you know what fucking happens? That it's nothing. Nothing fucking happens. Because if <laughs> yeah. you think if you think Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels is the best match ever, then it's the best match ever. Like there is no yeah. governing body of of wrestling that says, and from now because Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker didn't get four and a half stars, it's forever erased from wrestling history. Never happened. <laughs> it will never be talked about. Nothing. A dude murdered his family, and people still give those matches five stars. They give his matches five stars. <laughs> the guy murdered his family, and we have not erased them from existence, you know? Yeah. Because it's art, and art is subjective. To me, the best WrestleMania match ever, ever, will be Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. Nothing before oh, it, yeah. nothing after it. I don't care. You know, I'm and I listen. Unless something does happen, unless there is a fucking a match in which I'm just like, holy shit, fucking, you know, that match was yeah. fucking awesome. Then I'll eat my words. But yeah. I, Punk versus Rollins. Punk versus fucking uh, Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin, you know? <laughs> like, but but it's just that. And it's just like, again, there, there's been other great matches. Mm -hmm. To me, that is the fucking, the best, it, it gets a thousand stars. And no one can change my mind. And that's fine. Like, you don't have to. You know, there's this misconception mm -hmm. sometimes there. If Drew says, I love fucking Wu-Tang Clan. And if I don't like it, then it's like, I don't have to convince you to also not like it. Yeah. Because odds are, nothing I say will convince you to not like it. Like, that is your preference. That is what you like. But with wrestling, again, it's this fucking constant discourse of, well, I only watch Dynamite. Okay, so only watch Dynamite. But well, I don't. I don't watch Raw or NXT. I only watch SmackDown. So only watch SmackDown. Then, like you don't. I promise you, you don't have to fucking let people like know these preferences. You don't have to shove them down people's throats. It's fine. 
you know like it's it, it's okay and the fact that again it's just it's so fucking annoying where it's just like mm-hmm. listen cm punk is likely going to fucking cut a fucking promo like the feud with rollins is just starting they're both yeah. fucking throwing shit out and it's like okay this is clearly what they're building to at wrestlemania I, pr- I I can guarantee you there will be some promo where CM Punk will say some shit and everyone's gonna go, oh fuck, he's back. But like, what is the need? Do you want you mm-hmm. want CM Punk to go to Reseda and start throwing super kicks and Melter drivers? Yeah. You want him to fucking go up to Winnipeg and do a one wing fucking angel? No, there were three people that did do that in Chicago and then went, <laughs> whoops, why why are they why huh? He can do that, sure. Maybe he fucking will, but it's like it hasn't happened yet, you know? So it's like just chill. Like, again, he was never going to come in and just start fucking shooting at the hip. Yeah. Like, you know, he's Plus, not- like, like, <clears throat> where, what's the payoff? You know what I mean? Like, again, like that was the thing that was like, you know, when Cody, like, you know, when they would just let Cody ramble, like, he would just start, like, calling out everybody in AEW, and it's like, dude, if you're not gonna pay it off, don't fucking do it. Like, promo. Promotion. Like, it's, the whole thing is to promote something. And if you start talking about other people that you're just going to, whatever, like, that you want to fight three years from now, like, like, you're not planting seeds, you're just confusing people of who you're going after at the next fucking pay-per-view or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, the same thing. Like, if he goes out there and, like, he's just like, ah, you know, fucking fucking counterfeit bucks or whatever, and fucking everybody's like, what the fuck does that mean? Who's that? I mean, dude, <laughs> look at it. When he came back, that's what, yeah. like, when he came back, he did that. And nothing, yeah. nothing came to it because, yeah. you know, some of the parties involved didn't want anything to happen. And then people yeah. got mad at that, and it's just like, well, you wanted him to call out the Bucks. He called out the Bucks. You wanted him mm-hmm. to call out Hangman. He called out Hangman. He called out MJF. Like he he did these things, and they like and, and they didn't want. To, so, so what? <laughs> you know, it's like his hands are tied. It's very much damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if yeah. not every promo is fucking this. It's if it's not a pipe bomb, then it's fucking. Oh, look at him. He's clearly phoning it in. He looks so unhappy. I don't know, man. I'm looking at the guy and he looks pretty fucking happy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like he's down and he's he's just like he wasn't happy in the other place. You like he, say, he, he looks as happy as he was in e- AEW. Yeah. Like, how happy that is, I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> he looks like, as happy. Yeah, it's just like, I don't fucking know, man. This is I don't know. It's so stupid. The one thing that was though pretty cool about him being down in NXT. Um, was his interaction with Cora Jade? You know, um, I've known you know I've known Cora, little Bree, forever. You know, she would always come to the CM Punk autograph signings that we would do. Um, you know, she wrestled at Freelance. She was been on the podcast before, and she has always just been a huge CM Punk fan. And you know, like there was a there, there's like some surrealness to me uh, of you know, hey, this is the person you fucking grew up and to admire so much, and now your coworkers. You know, now you're you're both employed by the same company. You know, like this is what brought you together, and now you guys are on the same roster. Essentially, um, it's pretty cool. You know, like it, it reminds me of, of speaking of of uh, you know Shawn Michaels, like Chris Jericho. Like in his book, he talked about like my two idols were Owen Hart and fucking Shawn Michaels, 
And, you know, he, mm-hmm. he met Owen once, you know, helped him with the finish of a match. Um, you know, obviously they, they never got to wrestle. But with Sean, you know, you think about that 2008, 2009, maybe 10 program that they had that, that culminated in that fucking ladder match. And it's like, that's awesome. I, I don't think Cora Jade mm-hmm. is going to wrestle CM Punk, you know. But it's always cool yeah. for me, you know, when you hear these wrestlers who are just like, yeah, people come up to you in the locker room and they're just like, holy shit, Edge. I had your fuck. Oh my god! I played SmackDown versus Raw and only used you. Oh my god! You were the fucking best. Like Sting, you were my fucking guy. Like they talk about these things. And again, I got to imagine when you're Darby Allen, you're just like, wait, Sting gets to be my dad. That's fucking <laughs> awesome, you know. Yeah. Um. So seeing that was very. It was very, very awesome. Very, very hard. But you never know. There, she could. Uh. She could face one aj lee now you know the possibility is is that is, is out there i mean that she uses her finisher like that would be awesome yeah. i like i think aj was talking about how she still has like very bad neck problems um yeah. or maybe she's kayfabing us all brother who knows maybe, maybe the brooks <laughs> family's like fuck it we're getting two paychecks now because yeah. you know th- that would be very awesome to see her come back um uh, something that was also very awesome to see though was this weekend I got to I got to go uh, to a and to an early screening of uh, A24's The Iron Claw. Um, I keep saying like whenever I talk about it with people, I say like don't worry I won't spoil it um, because mm-hmm. to s- spoilers they completely change the ending. Everyone lives at the end. Uh, it's very <laughs> it's it was actually not many people know this directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah he changes everything up at the end very much like he does with the once upon a time in hollywood and inglorious bastards uh yeah man they all live at the end you know uh yeah they just they just they just kill the nazi uh nah, not even that dude fucking fritz von eric who plays a nazi and they do that's they what never, i'm saying yeah no he dethrones Vince mcmahon they own the wwe oh, okay yeah uh yeah. No, they do never mention though that fucking Fritz von Eric played a fucking Nazi. Like they have him wrestle at one point, and like there's uh, a there's a line where he's just like, "Yeah, they like they never gave me the belts. They held me down." Yeah, man, because you played a Nazi. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's hard to make it, it's it's hard to make you a good guy. <laughs> yeah, it's but no, I will. But the the actor a uh, Holt. Uh, Holt Mick Kalani, I believe, is how you pronounce his last name. He, uh, I recognize him from, uh, not from from uh, the Netflix show, the uh, Mine Hunters. Mine Hunters, yeah, awesome. He he was so good at fucking mm-hmm. the Fritz von Eric Wolf, just being a shitty father. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Zach Afron was fucking awesome as Kevin. Uh, Jeremy Allen White, he was also very good as Carrie. Like, there's oh man, there's one scene with him that. Like literally, there was there was an audible gasps in the audience um, when he loses his foot. I don't know why I'm I'm like I'm being coy about what uh-huh. happens to him. You know, well, I, it could be two events because I I thought maybe it was the uh, his final scene. <laughs> uh, no, it's like when when you know when when they show the aftermath of his accident, like there was an yeah. audible. <gasps> I was just like, oh fuck, like. You know, yeah. it, it's pretty intense, but no, you know, very good. You know, the the mother played by uh, Maura Tierney, uh, same thing. She's a character actor. You guys will recognize her if you look her up. Um, a very good fucking Doris. Like she was just also again this very like 
shitty sort of just like dismissive like there's there you know again there there's there's a scene where fucking uh kevin's like mom can i talk to you and she's like no that's what you have brothers for just straight <laughs> up like no don't talk yeah. to me about this you know like and uh yeah i mean you know the uh the story the story is very well told it is a very long story for them to tell and that just i, I believe it's a two hours the movie is at least two hours long like i think they did a good enough job with telling everything they need to they had to leave some stuff out like mm-hmm. lance von eric played by mjf you know he's kind of he's in there you know mm-hmm. he doesn't really doesn't doesn't get like a speaking role but he's in there you know and stuff like that they don't really expand on that uh, they have a younger brother that they just never mentioned i think it was like they just because there's two younger brothers, I, I think that they sort of just roll them both into one. Yeah, you know, to sort of just make it easier. But like, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, come on, we can't have five of the brothers die. Four is enough. Yeah. Five of the brothers, <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, again, it, it, it's really good. Like I was talking, like both, you know, Jesse Kolenberg and Joshua Davis, they were asking me, you know, their sort of review on it, and. I was just like, yeah, no, like it's it's a hundred percent worth it. It's worth checking out. Um, some of the uh, wrestlers they have recreated are, are fun. You know, they have Bruiser Brody, um, uh, Gino Hernandez, Harley Race. The, the guy who played Harley Race. The only thing he's missing is the tattoos. Because aside from that, it was it was pretty good. Um, the Freebirds. Uh, I will say the uh, the gentleman who plays Ric Flair. Garbage garbage it was it was the wish.com version of 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 rick flair yeah like the guy comes in woo what's up guys i'm rick flair yeah holding down these alligators holding down these lizards woo like (laughs) mind you i'm sitting in that in that marty derosa sitting in front of me and he of Mm -hmm. course have you ever listened to marty and sarah love wrestling has a very good rick flair impersonation i think Many people in that auditorium had a very good Ric Flair impersonation. <laughs> uh, the the character of uh, Aaron Dean Eisenberg did not like didn't even look like Ric Flair. Like Ric Flair looks like, Ric Flair's looked like a bowl of melting ice cream. Yeah, since forever since post forever you know, post his airplane accident because prior to that he was fucking big. He was like a power guy. Yeah. Post that accident, no, dudes look like ice cream melting for for a very long time. Yeah. This guy is tall, fucking jacked, and I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy with his terrible blonde wig? Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Will Will Ferrell in Eastbound and Down. That is that <laughs> is the best cinematic TV version of Ric Flair that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, Ric Flair's impression of himself is the even terrible. So. uh yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, I <clears throat> I've never got the flare thing. Like even like, man, I, you know, you hear stories like just this whole thing about like fucking he's banged all these girls and stuff. It's just like like how, who, what kind of like daddy issues do you have to be like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck this old man tonight? <laughs> like it's fucking crazy to me. And like everybody like. Everybody's like, oh, you know, he's blonde. I'm like, no, that shit is that shit is great. Like, it is not fucking blonde hair. Like, 
He he's old as fuck, and like you said, he just looked like that forever. He's got that weird bump on his back. Yeah, it's just <laughs> he doesn't fucking pass the airport test. Let me tell you that. <laughs> no, definitely not. But you know, yeah. again, he honestly, he's the one sort of thing that I dinged it for. Like every every mm. review of it is that I've been like, yeah, that that's my one sort of you know ding on on the movie, but. Yeah, dude. Again, Zach, like Zach Efron, for sure, going to be nominated, like for something. Like, he he was he was very good in his role. You know, like it's it's very heartbreaking mm-hmm. at the end. You know, um, it just where his character is la- like again that that I won't get into because it's it's a very emotional scene and yeah. stuff like that. But um, you know, it, like where where him and his whole family take over the WWF. Yeah, I was like, no, revision is revisit. revisionist history no um yeah awesome in it like i and and you know what and like one of the things two people asked was like how does the wrestling look and honestly like it's not it it's 80s you know it's like 80s wrestling yeah and that's what it looks like like it's not you know like you watch something like uh like the wrestler and it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. modern time you know Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like here's this old dude trying to catch you know, uh, keep up with these younger dudes. Um, this isn't that, you know, yeah. like fucking Jeremy Allen white isn't hitting a fucking a super kick and then a plancha and then fucking, you know, a, a destroyer on the floor. <laughs> no, they're, it's all basic. You know, they're doing fucking, yeah. uh, the, the fucking, they're running through the, the high vin- spots. The high, let's say the high spot is a drop kick. Yes. You know, or, or, <laughs> or a splash off the top. Uh, but it, yeah. but again, it doesn't take you out of it. At least for me, it it I, it mm-hmm. never took me out of it. It it all flowed together. It, it made sense. But yeah, man. Again, like and Carrie Von Eric too. That's the thing too. Like size wise, Carrie is a fucking massive dude, way yeah. bigger than a Jeremy Allen White. And yeah, never at any point, never like to the I, like honestly to the point where I thought I thought fucking uh, Zach Efron was playing Carrie, like at first, because yeah. I'm like he put on the carry size like it's it's funny because those like mm-hmm. if you switch those two i'm like i could maybe see that um yeah. doesn't doesn't take you out of it not once was that ever a complaint where it's just like carry was actually a little bit taller yeah and like yeah i when i heard that i was like man i like just that he was going to be in i didn't know which one he was playing but i was like yeah that dude could totally put like jeremy Allen white right or white uh he he could totally play a Von Eric like he just has that fucking look. So yeah, no, it's it, it's totally worth it. Um, yeah. Very quick though on, on, on the wrestling because there's some other stuff. Listen, there's there's another uh, free agent uh-huh. that uh, I that, <laughs> that I wanted to talk about as I learned a, I learned a thing or two about baseball. Um, mm-hmm. But just that wrapping it up with um, the wrestling stuff. There was a fucking podcast. Man, everyone has a podcast these days. And Jeff Hardy was on there talking about, I feel like a ghost. And in WWE, you know, they weren't using me right. And, you know, I left and I came here and they were using me. And, and now they're not using me to, you know, my full potential. And I just, I don't know. I sort of feel like I'm a ghost. Again, this not this is not verbatim, but it was something along that. And it's just like, huh. Why wouldn't they be using Jeff Hardy in anything prominent, Drew? Can you think of, can you think of any reason why? Again, 
this this specific person is not being used in a major role on TV. There, you know, the only thing that really comes to mind are just three letters. You know what I mean? <laughs> D-U-I. Because this guy has had more chances than fucking Tammy Sitch. Like, I, I don't know, like... Is is that what it's gonna take for him to finally like not have a fucking license anymore? Like, I I do not understand it. Yeah, I mean, and you know, this isn't this isn't you know bashing anyone's addiction or just addiction in general. Yeah. It's a fucking hard thing to overcome, you know. Um, yeah. like I, my my favorite uncle, he's an alcoholic, and it fucking kills me when I see you know when I see him like that. But like, you got to take accountability. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a reason they were doing stuff with you when you fucking first came on, and then you know you got. He got busted for a DUI, so it's just like, I mean, you know, if, if you're looking at these these legends, you know, the, the, these old timers that you have on your roster, look at someone like an Edge and Christian. They're con- they're contemporaries. Mm-hmm. One, they and again, they move better. And again, it's not a knock on <laughs> yeah. Matt and Jeff. Like they listen, they gave <laughs> their bodies for the fucking business that they love. But like, yeah. if it's between a, a a Matt and a Jeff or an Edge and Christian, it's just like I'm sticking. Edge and Christian. I mean, I'm sticking Matt and Jeff in a six man with fucking a young dude who can carry them where they only have to come in and hit their high spots. Yeah. Because odds are, if you put a fucking Jeff Hardy in there with a Jay White, fuck, this guy's going to get smoked. You know, like it's just, it, it, and again, it's time. We all get old. Like it's, it's yeah. not a knock on those dudes or their abilities. It's just, you know, one one just can't move the way he used to and the other one is a liability like what like yeah. you know and that and it's just annoying because it, it then it perpetuates this like oh see AEW doesn't know to him WWE would it's just like I can guarantee you Triple H would fucking have the Hardys uh, teaming with fucking Dragon Lee in a six man tag mean, yeah there's a reason he's was available to go to AEW you know what I mean yeah. It's because he'd gone through, you know, his fucking 10 chances there. So, yeah. So it's just, that was a thing I saw earlier in the week. And I just like, I did the jerk off motion with my hand where yeah. it's like, fuck off. Like, don't, don't make it seem like poor. Woe is me. Why is everyone picking on me? We, yeah. we're all fully aware of, of the situation. And again, that's not to say that they ever won't, you know, it's like, Hey, maybe with, maybe with good behavior, you know, we we get to fucking more prominent position. They were about to put the tag titles on you, man. And mm-hmm. what happened? Um, yeah, but so uh, one of the things that I mentioned though was uh, there's a free there's a free agent. Listen, I notoriously don't give a fuck about sports <laughs> if it doesn't involve spandex uh, and you know uh, witches and. Uh, women that can turn the TV black and white at the snap of a fucking finger and dinosaurs odds yeah. are odds are I, I'm, I'm not invested in it, you know? Um, but all fucking week long show a Otani this show. Hey, Otani that drew who the, like who the fuck is this guy? And, and, <laughs> is, and is he, and is he the greatest baseball player? We'll start by saying, yeah, I think so. Um, He's, uh, so for one thing, like one thing people don't do anymore, um, is they really don't play like pitching and hitting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so so much so that like they made a rule that was like, all right, these pitchers can't fucking hit worth a shit. Like, why we just put we don't put them out there to get hurt and then blow their fucking contracts. We want we want a designated hitter role where we get to pick this one person that can hit for our pitcher. Okay, done. So like that's that's across both leagues now and this guy is like <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I'm going to be hitting <laughs> and he fucking goes out there I mean he he gets wins when he pitches and he fucking hits bombs and you know like he's not only like surpassed like you know the big comparison is Babe Ruth cuz that's what he did when he started um, cause he, well, I mean, for his first couple of years he pitched and then he, he just got too fat and slow that he <laughs> went out the right field. Eating all the candy uh, bars named after him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, it's like, you know, it's, he, I, he's definitely better than Babe Ruth, but I also think like half the pre- players in the league now are better than Babe Ruth. They just, they just uh, you know. If they if they if you pluck any one of these guys and went back to fucking the nineteen like the, the teens and twenties, they'd be fucking raking too. So um, you know, it's hard to hard to say you're the best of the sport when you don't even let uh, you know, black people play the sport. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean listen, it's the same yeah, it's it's the same way with uh uh you know, to bring it back to wrestling where it's like mm-hmm. I mean how good would a Ric Flair have been, you know, yeah. up against uh, Kenny Omega or Okada? Mm-hmm. Okada, yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's you know, I guess it all, it's all comparative. But, yeah, no, he signed uh, the richest deal in sports history. Mm-hmm. Uh, $700 million over 10 years, which comes out to a annual salary of $70 million, which yeah. <laughs> sounds incredible. That's amazing. Uh-huh. I, I don't even know what I would do with $7 million, <laughs> let alone <laughs> 70. Um, I'm kidding. I know what I would do. I would go back in time to when I was in the sixth grade and invest in the fucking housing market. Like, <laughs> like what a fucking idiot at fucking 12 years old. Why didn't I buy a house? You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so out of his $70 million salary, he will be taxed uh, $25.9 million by the federal tax. Four point six five million by the California tax. Two point one uh, goes to the agent fee. Which again, what fucking idiots! What fucking yeah. idiots we are for not having been sports agents or mm-hmm. by having bought houses in two thousand six. Um, a jock tax, or, or not being baseball players, or not. Uh, don't get fucking carried <laughs> away. No. <laughs> Uh, not, not, not with, uh, how much we enjoy elotes, you know? Yeah. Uh, a jock tax, which honestly should be imposed to everyone who plays a sport. Mm. Everyone should have to fucking pay a jock tax. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) says someone who clearly did. I mean, I played soccer. I actually, I I played a lot of soccer. I don't know why I'm fucking all of a sudden being mean to fucking jocks. I never got bullied. I I actually played sports. Uh, and wait. And it's it's actually funny because it's not it's actually Jacques, it's J J A C Q E U E. 
<laughs> the yeah. Jacques tag. No, we definitely just painted sh- some guy named Jacques. We should definitely, yeah, we should definitely charge uh, the French at least double. Fucking yeah, whatever they're getting charged now, charge them double. Uh, and then one point six four Canadians get charged three times. Yeah, Steve, <laughs> Steve grows weed. You better fuck. Were you, I no, I think he's just regular Canadian. Oh, unless he yeah. is French Canadian. Um, sorry. 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 If you are. Uh, better start growing some more of that weed if you need to fucking pay off those three taxes. Because yeah. of, for all of the, but it's only for those 10 years of Shohei Otani assigned. Then, then, then if you if you live in Philadelphia, you have to pay a John tax. Yeah, you got to pay that John tax, which he said I used correctly. Yeah. So, uh, but that, yeah, and then 1.64 million goes to Medicare. So his net com is only 33.6, which, man, ugh, can you imagine? It's not even worth, it's not even worth the paper it's printed on at that point. I mean, listen, at 33.6 million, like, how can you buy a fucking, you know, how can you even buy a, a fancy house? Like, you, yeah. you might as well, yeah, just might as well just stay at home and live with your parents at that point, honestly. Like, it's, yeah, it's embarrassing how much you're not going to be making. Um, but yeah, no, it is, it's fucking wild. It's one, it's wild how much, how, the government all of a sudden is making an additional fucking, you know, $30 million off of someone else, mm. especially considering that when taxes used properly, you know, going to, to, you know, the, the community infrastructure, the, uh, patrons of said fucking community, like that's awesome. Not what the government is using it for. You know, a lot of, a lot of people can read, a lot of people have access to the internet. <laughs> We're fully aware of what our tax money is funding, and it's just like, yeah, yeah why solve homelessness? No, let's fucking let's take fucking Shohei Otani's hard earned, rightfully so, fucking money, and fucking yeah. do the jerk off motion with it. But um, wild, because again, like how, like if if he's the highest paid person, he's made how much more money is he making compared to the other top guys the other top names in in baseball well the um i saw earlier that uh <laughs> the two there's actually it was a two and actually it was weirdly enough it was for the same team but they both got traded halfway through the season because the team ended up bombing anyway because it's the mets and that's what they do sorry to any mets fans that are listening um not sorry sorry uh, but <laughs> yeah but they're uh yeah they sign um Justin Verlander and Mark Scher- M- M- ah, Max Scherzer last year each to 43.3 million um and those were the top contracts going into last season so uh I don't know what those guys are getting and maybe because it's a trade they are still getting paid because sometimes it's like like that's kind of what people will do is pay for that that you know just will take that contract uh so yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, you think that's almost double what those guys are making, and those are the th- those are like the next two. So, you know, I, I said I think the league average is like eight eight fifty something like that, or not the league average, but the league like the whatever the that's the fucking minimum. base pay. Yeah, I think so. What the fuck, dude? Why didn't we become baseball players? Why didn't I you? Know. Why didn't you leave with that earlier? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, so, man. Yeah. Man, now I get why fucking like all my friends growing up whose like dads were fucking Nazis about them playing baseball were fucking yeah. so mean to them. Like, 
That all makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Shit, man. And like the dudes who are just like on the bench. Oh my god, I would love. Listen, I would love to be. Let me, make, let me make sure. Like, let me see what that. I just want to verify that. Like to just go to practice to to be embarrassed every time a relative's like, oh my god, yeah. I like my cousin plays on the fucking Cubs and you're like, Oh really? Who? And it's like, Oh fucking, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a Philip bookcase. And it's like, who? It's like, yeah, he's number fucking 52 Philip bookcase. <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm not real familiar with him. It's like, maybe, you know, my other cousin, he plays for the fucking, uh, he plays for Toronto. Really? Who? It's like, uh, fucking, uh, Kevin Jerky. It's like, who? Kevin Jerky, number 62. And it's like, I have no idea who that is. It's like, <laughs> well, he makes fucking close to a million dollars a year and just has to show up to practice. Mm hmm. You know? Some, some. Yeah. So uh, I was, I was, I was off. I was way off. 720,000 <laughs> is the league minimum. I mean, that's, that's just about what I make. So yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's just about what I pull in yearly. So I would not need to, yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm not playing baseball though. Um, yeah. what is what we should have done though is open up a fucking restaurant. Cause listen, I, one of my new passions that I'm, mm-hmm. that, that I want to fucking, you know, they want to make into a passion of mine, not just the hyper fixation is cooking. And thusly, uh-huh. like I've been seeing a lot of cooking stuff, and so across my um, TikTok, a lot of Gordon Ramsay uh, has been coming up. But I don't, I don't like the competition shows. Oh, I hate yeah. the shows where it's just like you have thirty seconds to cook a fucking seven course meal, go, and then fucking yeah. someone has a heart attack because they have thirty seconds to make fucking eight courses and they just like break yeah. down. Like I don't care, that's not fun. You know, half the time there's like stuff I don't want to eat where it's like. And you- and it, and you have to use pipe cleaners as one of the ingredients. Oh yeah, like yeah, it's like you have to make a Thanksgiving. You have to make a Thanksgiving dinner. Your only ingredients are one octopus that all eight of you have to fucking share. Pipe cleaners and uh, fucking, uh, you know, and, and a DVD fucking seasons four and five of uh, Reno nine one one. That there, there you go, and it's just like, what the fuck? How do I do? You know, and there's always one kiss. I was like, here, chef, I did it. And it's just like, get the fuck out of here. Um, but uh, the Chef Randy show that I have been watching is Kitchen Nightmares, where, you know, Chef comes in and fucking like, and it's always dog shit. Like, you know, it's all, like the the like the, the last episode that I saw, you know, it's, it's this diner in New York. These two brothers are running it, basically taking it over from their parents. And it's just like, first off, the fucking menu is like, I, I, like he counted it's a fucking book first off it's as thick as a graphic novel it's as thick as the watchman first of all mm-hmm. um and there's like 500 items on there there should never be 500 items at a fucking restaurant you know no. it's like because think about it unless you're the cheesecake factory uh, unless you're the cheesecake factory yeah unless we've been <laughs> listen unless we've been dating for like three months and we go to the cheesecake factory because you don't take them on a first date there you you know right. target cheesecake factory that's when you know they're fucking raw that's yeah. when you know that they are committing sins in the eyes of our lord um yeah. fucking that waffle house waffle house oof, man you don't yeah you don't take them to a waffle house unless they're gonna accidentally get pregnant um yeah. Or purposely get pregnant. 
I don't know. Yeah. But regardless, uh, yeah, it's like this diner and just like it's so and clearly some stuff is put on just for fucking, you know, these shows. Because like I the episode I want to watch because, like, okay, listen, you know, it's all a mess. Everything's yeah. a fucking mess. He comes in, cleans house and everything and uh, everything's great. I want to see the episode where he goes to like a restaurant where there's no real drama. Because in this one, it's like these two brothers are fucking feuding with each other and like the parents won't go away. Because they yeah. can't let go. You know, <laughs> I want to see the episode where fucking, you know, he shows up and it's just like, yeah, business is all right. Like, we're doing good. And it's like, okay, like, oh, is there any real conflict? Now, that sounds a little bit more Australian. I'm sorry. And he's like, is there any <laughs> conflict? It's like, nah, you know, like, things are going good. And he's like, all right, let me taste the food. And they start bringing out food and instead of him, like, criticizing. He's like, yeah, no, this, this is pretty good. It's not bad. You know, it's like, yeah, no, our chef is he's pretty good. He's a Michelin star, like, knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, because, again, he helps them out. Like, he he, is, he redoes the restaurant for them sometimes. Like, with this one, he, like, you guys can have my fish and chips fucking recipe, which is like, dude, this is fucking, it's like Queens. No one is coming in for fish and chips. <laughs> yeah. It's a diner. No one is coming in for that, you know? But I just want to <laughs> see, like, I just want to see that episode where, you know, again, he, he comes in and it's just like... Yeah, didn't do much. Yeah, you know, we gave him our fishing. Yeah, and it's always just it's it's in like halftime. It's so fucking so forced, like the the drama and shit. You're just like, okay, come yeah. on now. Yeah, where it's just like, I you know I don't know. It, it, it's just and again, I get it, it's reality TV, which is why I only watched a few episodes, um, mm-hmm. because then I was just like, fuck off. Like I'm a wrestling fan. I know when I'm being fucking kayfaped. You know, yeah. like, oh my god, fucking, he goes in, he goes in the freezer, and everything is expired. Get the fuck out of here, like, yeah. you know. Um, but very quickly though, too, uh, uh, you know, the the only two things at work, honestly, that anyone was fucking talking about, not kitchen nightmares, unfortunately, uh, was you know our boy Otani, you know, um, and Grand Theft Auto Six. The trailer oh, dropped yeah. for Grand Theft Auto 6, alleging that next year you'll be able to play the game. Um, and it was one <laughs> of those things where I I didn't really get to fucking relate because I have never I I've never really played the games. You know, mm-hmm. I have played them in passing. Like I've been at friends' houses and and it's you know it's going on and stuff like that. Like I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> But I've also just never really, you know, I'm more of a Kingdom Hearts or or God of War or Pokemon guy. Um, Yeah, because you're a fucking nerd. I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah, I'm a nerd in that (laughs) aspect, you know? Not a fucking nerd in like, let me play Grand Theft Auto. Listen, fucking Alberto should have been supervising me a lot more, (laughs) you know? Uh, But yeah, I don't know. That was my my real life. I don't need to play it in a game. (laughs) Yeah, I lived Grand Theft Auto. All right, I actually grew up in Vice City. Um, (laughs) but no, yeah. How, how excited are you for this game? I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm mostly excited to get into the game at a level that, you know, I'm starting with everybody else. Cause that's what I, I played four way back in the day and I never, I never really played five just because by the time I got like my PlayStation four, it was already like two years too late and everybody was. Like everybody I would have played with were like would have been like hundreds, and I'd be just over there like, 
Hold on, guys. Let me look this up on YouTube how to do this. Like, you know, I don't, I just don't want to be that guy that comes in behind. Um, that being said, like, so I and but I do like the Rockstar shit, and like, I really love Red Dead, but they just kind of stopped updating the game, and because of that, it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm just done playing this because you guys aren't giving me anything. Uh, <laughs> I will say though, if anybody out there wants to play Red Dead, let me know. <laughs> Fucking love Red Dead, but so, uh, yeah, it, for me, it's just these games are like games that I just for really for me, it's like hanging out with my brothers. Like that's that's like we still hang out that way a lot. So mm-hmm. every once in a while, somebody just send a text like, "Hey, you guys want to ride today?" Like, Hell yeah! So just saddle up our horses. <laughs> uh, see, Red Dead is one that I wanted to play because uh, yeah. I used to work. Uh, when I live with my buddy Paul, um, mm-hmm. he played it all a lot. Like I'm just like sometimes I would yeah. like go into the living room just to watch him play, and he's just like, dude, you know, hunting raccoons or something. Yeah, uh, and it's such like a, like it's such like a cinematically beautiful game. And, oh, like, so relaxing. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, sometimes like I would just like set the set the thing on the map and just like put it in cinematic mode and just watch that shit because it was just so fucking like beautiful to just sit there and like relax see dude, you i think you would enjoy the god of war games because that's mm-hmm. like god of war what is it like five just came out four and five is also beautiful and it's right mm-hmm. four is one of the best movies i've ever seen it is that it looks okay. so good like you, like if you just compile the cutscenes and play that for me like it is so fuck it is just beautiful like imagine playing yeah. that on a fucking 80 inch television and you're just, like <laughs> i'm just like holy shit like it was so beautiful again to that to, 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 some, yeah. to the point where sometimes i'm like i'm just gonna walk around gonna find, yeah that's know? one thing i i always i always kind of thought it'd be cool if uh if like rockstar's engine would fucking like if they if rockstar were to like get the rights to a game of thrones like like i just remember being like man it would be so cool to just be like riding a horse around westeros I mean, apparently right. in this Grand Theft Auto game, like it's all of Florida. Yeah. It's not just yeah. Miami. Like that's what they said. Don't, don't fucking yeah. yell at me mm-hmm. if that's not the case. Um, but yeah, you'll probably. Can you imagine you go to your job in the game? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Be fucking wild. I mean, dude, like it's funny because that, like, oh, what is it? The Transformers ride at Universal Studios because it's based on the third one, which takes place in Chicago. Um, at one point you're in downtown Chicago and I'm just like, I know exactly where this is. Like, I, like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I know exactly where this is because, uh, that's DePaul, the, one of the colleges I'm like, and I used to drop off my ex-girlfriend and then my sister there when they went to school there. Like mm-hmm. I, I know specifically. And then literally it's like two blocks and then there's like the bean downtown. I'm like, yeah, I know exactly where that is. Obviously yeah. everything is just like plain colored buildings. You know, they're not yeah. going to put all that, but I'm like, this is so weird. So trippy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a actually in like in red dead, there's a, there's a city there called San Denis and it is, it's new Orleans, like through and through to the point where I remember being like, like I always heard like, yeah, it's kind of based on new Orleans. And then like, a couple years ago, a friend of mine, like she was posting pictures that, from her trip to New Orleans, and I was like, "Oh my god, I know these buildings! Like, <laughs> I know exactly what this is." Um, but yeah, it's it, it's wild. Like, yeah, I've I've uh, 
I've shot many a man at that street corner. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, man, that's awesome. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah. Like, I I want to get back into video games, but, mm-hmm. again, it's one of those, like, I... <laughs> There's been now uh, uh, three times I've had to give back a Nintendo Switch. Uh, which, fuck that. I should have just kept them all three times. Every single time, they're yeah. like, every single time, Drew, they're like, just keep it. I don't even need it back. And me being a fucking good person, I'm like, no, it's okay. Here, have your fucking Switch back. No more. If you're if you're fucking yeah. dumb enough to leave a Nintendo Switch at my house, like, I'm yeah. fucking key, and you break up with me, I'm leaving it there. Like, but, that's on you. <laughs> you know. Um, but no, no Nintendo Switches till at least May, all right? No Nintendo Switches till at least May, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I've just I've been reading more, like and a lot of comic oh. books. Yeah, like again uh, the uh, the saga series, which is fu- it's so good, it's really good. It's it was actually saga. Re- yeah, <laughs> saga, my favorite of the game systems. <laughs> Ooh, actually, I saw they're fucking redoing another Crazy Taxi game, and I love Crazy mm. Taxi. I love Crazy Taxi. Uh, <laughs> I very briefly had a Sega Dreamcast, and I would constantly play that. That's how I discovered a lot of fucking the Offspring, because. Um, <laughs> It was like all that was on the fucking soundtrack. Um, but yeah, no, I'm reading. I'm I'm reading, delving into some Hellboy now. Reading Seed of Destruction, really good. So, uh, I I have a giant hardcover edition, so it makes it just so much easier to read because it's like, yeah, it's just the size of a fucking giant book, and I'm just like, wow, this is, this is really beautiful, you know. <laughs> well, this Mike this Mike Mignola guy, he can really draw, huh? Um, <laughs> But so, I don't know. Maybe and again, I, I I've said before, Mike. Like, I want to re- I want to try and read at least a book a month. So, depending how that goes, uh, yeah. Maybe I'll pick up Red Dead. Maybe I'll pick up to Red Dead. Yeah. Uh, level up to where your level is, and we can go yeah. hunting alligators together. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, who knows? Uh, you know who we? Oh my god, dude! You know who would fucking love to play Red Dead Redemption with you though? Who's that? Our wonderful friends of the show. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, as of course, if, if you, you know, one of the perks of uh, signing over for our Patreon is, uh, you know, we get to weekly tell everyone how much we fucking love you guys. Uh, much like Clifford Frazier, who snazziest dressed person at the fucking uh, Iron Claw premiere. Everyone goes on and on about how wonderful fucking dressed Ric Flair is. Oh, <laughs> fucking woo. You know, fucking, you know yeah. who was holding down some fucking alligators? Goddamn Clifford Frazier. This man showed oh, yeah. up and I fucking just, I was like, the celebrities are in the house. <laughs> uh, but also who's a very snazzy dresser is uh, Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian Urbina, uh, My Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Uh, Steve Feast, Rachel Sayarto, uh, Lil Kevin Costner, Lucy Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of Sport podcast, Darren Kissler, and Steve Grows Weed. Uh, Drew, what do you guys got going on over at the draft pod this week? Uh, this week we are we continue with our winners uh, winner series. We were last week we talked about snow, uh, snow scenes in movies, um, also known as cocaine scenes in movies, and. Uh, this this week we uh we just talk about the color white so we'll be drafting our favorite things that are white. Why you I I when are you, are you guys going to draft your favorite white people? Uh you know maybe I maybe got, that's I got I got mine Nathan Fielder, 
James from the Draft Pod, uh, Paul oh, yeah. Rudd, Tony Stark, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Tony Stark and the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, top five. Ooh, Pils- I might draft Pillsbury Doughboy. No. Yeah, you know. you know what I might draft is the is the moon because the fucking moon's white. It's not yellow. Don't be stupid. The moon isn't a person. All right. <laughs> I named five people and you fucking named the moon. Yeah, you know what? Fucking a uh, Rumpelstiltskin rule. Fucking yeah. Now you got to keep the fucking moon. <laughs> um. Oh shit! I, I can't wait to look for. I, I I'm telling you, I hated this last week's episode only because uh-huh. you guys made me hungry for so much soup. You know, uh, for some yeah. soap. Our, the, there's a new restaurant so coming, up, yeah yeah there's a new <laughs> restaurant coming down to the greater uh, florida land areas yeah um you, you, you can find it on grand theft auto stick oh yeah so up um it was a fun episode andy goshi he's always a he's always a, yeah. a, a, a fun guest to have on yeah. um i might start yeah, watching- and because of that like we we just like i literally before we started recording i went i made a fucking bomb ass breakfast sandwich and then sent them a video of it so it was was it pretty good. two slices of pizza no i didn't do the pizza but i did do uh it was it was egg turkey avocado pepper jack cheese and some duke's mayo which by the way if you haven't made the change to duke's mayo what are you doing with your life see i'm not a mayo guy yeah like if it, you are a fan of mayo, you should be using Dukes. It like I, I just because I've heard it's been good. It was good, and like it makes me want to throw out all the Hellmans that I have. It <laughs> just violently like, just smash. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, your neighbors are like, they're like, Mom, what's going on with the Kissler just, man just, from next door? Just throw it and wherever it lands, it will either be in somebody's window. I don't know, but I'm just going to fucking launch it as far as I can. That would smell so bad. Just riding in the sun. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, um, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it, oh, God, thinking about that. Yeah. I don't know. Just not a, not a, not a mayonnaise guy. Um, yeah. I mean, it's funny. We've actually now gone longer than we did the original time. And I think we, only, <laughs> honestly, I think we only repeated about like 60% of what we said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which wouldn't you know it fucking you put you put two fucking friends who fucking have 37 <laughs> podcasts between the two and they're able to fucking yeah. just uh keep going uh so yeah very quickly again patreon this week uh uh die hard as well as uh an episode of scrum detective agency talking the mandela effect uh and then if you are a fan uh like rodrigo um or who's your other buddy who, who's listening to the podcast Oh, the one I just turned on to. Yeah, who who's listening to? Uh, uh T- Taylor. Shout out Music fucking, Box. Yeah. Shout out to Taylor. Yeah. Uh, you can be shout just like it. Rodrigo and Taylor and check out uh, Scrump and Drew's Music Box right here on this feed and hear us talk. Lil Wayne, Nas, Method Man, Wilco, Hall of Notes, The Doors, and honestly, I dare I say, the only podcast out there where you can hear us fucking talk about Jim Morrison and Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Um, yeah. As well as CM Punk's UFC career. <laughs> Uh, so yeah head on over for that um four star eight four four i've been gail lewis <laughs> i've been a 10-year associate <laughs> and this is friend of the show kenny omega kenny omega here friend of the show we've run out of things to say here at the pwt cast and so i must bid you adieu goodbye and good night bang bang